welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 287. And on this episode, I'm talking about San Francisco 49ers quarterback, Brock Purdy. One of the best teams in the NFL is the San Francisco 49ers. And unlike many really good teams, their quarterback, Brock Purdy, doesn't get a lot of the credit for the team's success. And the reasons for that are interesting. For one thing, Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, meaning he was the last pick in the entire draft and the team surrounding him is inarguably stacked he has not one but two star receivers in Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk a star running back in Christian McCaffrey and a star tight end in George Kittle these are some of the best players at their positions and they are proven stars and frankly Purdy isn't I do think it's worth noting that the 49ers did pick Brock Purdy over Trey Lance who they did draft with a first round draft. Another reason that Purdy is not given a lot of credit is because of his head coach, Kyle Shanahan. He has proven he's a bit of a quarterback whisperer. He can win with different kinds of quarterbacks, which is rare for NFL coaches. He hasn't had his version of Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. He's won a lot of games with Jimmy Garoppolo and now Brock Purdy, two guys that not a lot of people think are very good. So Kyle Shanahan is getting a lot of the credit for what is happening with the San Francisco 49ers offense way more than Brock Purdy. The belief is that Shanahan's system is elevating Brock Purdy's play, not the other way around. And there's a sound argument to that because other quarterbacks have succeeded with Kyle Shanahan. He brought Jimmy Garoppolo to the Super Bowl, which is funny because at one point, Jimmy Garoppolo was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Let's get to the stats. In 20 games, Purdy's thrown 32 touchdowns with 10 interceptions with a completion percentage of 69. His 19 touchdown passes this season are right now more than Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, and Jalen Hurts. Take that for what you will. I'm not saying he's better than those. But what I am saying is if I just gave you those stats and didn't tell you they were from Brock Purdy, you would be impressed with them. But because it's Brock Purdy and he's playing for a stacked San Francisco 49ers team, he is getting absolutely no credit for a majority of people and football fans for what he is doing. I'm kind of simple when it comes to sports. If you are producing on the field, I am going to give you credit no matter how stacked the team is, no matter what other star teammates you have. You are the one producing, and Brock Purdy is winning an inordinary amount of football games and deserves to get praise for that. I'm not saying you should put him in the Hall of Fame. He's not a future Hall of Famer to me. I think some people have been way over-exaggerating how good he He's been for the San Francisco 49ers, but I do believe he deserves credit because he is winning football games. He is doing his job, and if that's all he is doing, he still deserves credit for that. But right now, I'm not putting him in the top five quarterbacks playing in the NFL. He's not on that Mahomes level. He's not on that Burrow level. Talent-wise, he's not that, and he hasn't proven that. But by the end of the season, if Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl, he deserves just as much credit as any quarterback who walks away with a Super Bowl title. That's what the name of the game is, winning meaningful football games. And nothing is more meaningful than winning the Super Bowl. You can't 
praise every other quarterback giving them Super Bowl MVPs when they didn't really deserve it and you're going to draw the line with Brock Purdy? Like, why is this the guy we feel that way about? I get it. The San Francisco Niners are really good and they've been sensational since trading for Christian McCaffrey, but come on, it's still kind of mostly about the quarterback and Brock Purdy is producing. And I'll say this, if he wasn't John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan's job would be on the line because they had one of the biggest busts in NFL history with Trey Lance. That guy did not produce. They traded up for him and gave a lot to get him, and he was not the answer. Now, they found that answer in Mr. Irrelevant. I think it's kind of a funny story, but also one that I find is getting ignored by Brock Purdy haters. I mean, if this guy wasn't producing... Kyle Shanahan might be on the hot seat, and so would John Lynch, especially John Lynch, the GM who drafted Trey Lance. They needed the next quarterback to work out. I was beginning to worry that Kyle Shanahan was becoming the next John Gruden. I found that John Gruden was a guy, he was a really good NFL coach, but he kept switching quarterbacks. He had Brad Johnson, who he won a Super Bowl with, but then in his final years with Tampa, he was switching quarterbacks left and right. Chris Sims, Jeff Garcia, I mean, it was getting ridiculous with John Gruden. At some point, an NFL head coach has to pick a quarterback and stick with him, and I feel like it's kind of saving Kyle Shanahan's career that he's found a guy in Brock Purdy that he can stay with. Now, I have no idea if Brock Purdy is going to be the San Francisco 49ers long-term answer at the quarterback position, but as long as he's winning football games, he gets to keep the job. Again, this debate about how good or how bad Brock Purdy is is only going to heat up if he ends up winning the Super Bowl, or dare I say, if he ends up getting a huge paycheck from the San Francisco 49ers. If Brock Purdy becomes one of these quarterbacks that gets $35 million a year, you will hear endless amounts of opinions about Brock Purdy because he plays for the San Francisco 49ers, a team that most people think any quarterback can win with. And yes, there are extreme negative feelings towards Brock Purdy. I've heard that he's just jag quarterback, just another guy. I get it. I don't know if that's true or not, but there also have been extreme feelings of positivity that I think have been way overboard. I mean, some people have compared him to Joe Montana. I mean, that's insane. I get it. He's playing for the San Francisco 49ers, and whoever plays quarterback is going to get judged against Joe Montana, but can we wait for a guy to win a Super Bowl, maybe win an MVP, maybe have a 20-year career where he goes 4-0 and in the Super Bowl? I mean, come on. I mean, where I'm at with Brock Purdy is I think he is a good quarterback. I would put him in that Alex Smith level of quarterbacks at this time period. He can win you a lot of games. He's going to make good plays. He's going to make good decisions. He's not going to cost you full football games. I'm still not sure if he's capable of winning you a Super Bowl title the same way Alex Smith you could only go so far with, but I feel like that's the level of quarterback Brock Purdy is at right now, and that maybe that's all the San Francisco 49ers need because they are stacked. Saying that, being Alex Smith is a good thing. You can do a lot worse. Purdy doesn't make the crucial interceptions like Jimmy Garoppolo tended to do with 
with the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, you went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, but you didn't win. I'm really excited to see Brock Purdy play in the Super Bowl and see if he's the real deal. Again, I don't think this would end the debate. People would just say he only went there and won because he's playing with the San Francisco 49ers. Really, the debate can only end if Brock Purdy plays quarterback for another team. And if he struggles, the people will say, see, Brock Purdy was a fraud the whole time. And if he succeeds, then people that have supported him will say, see, he's the real deal. I was just under the impression that we as NFL fans and media have gotten to a point where we give the quarterbacks credit if they are doing well, no matter what team they are on. But that's not happening with Purdy. People are saying things like the San Francisco 49ers would win the same exact amount of games with Mac Jones. And here's what irritates me about that. Mac Jones was thought of to be in the perfect situation. He was being coached by Bill Belichick. The Patriots were, of course, a dynasty. They spent a lot of money in the first offseason with Mac Jones. And Mac Jones clearly isn't it. Yes, Mac Jones would play a lot better if he were throwing the ball to Debo Samuel. I understand that. I still cannot guarantee you that Mac Jones would win a lot of football games with the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think it would work out because I don't think Mac Jones is a starting level quarterback in the National Football League. Now, if you said Baker Mayfield, I think that's a clear example of a guy who would succeed with the San Francisco 49ers. That guy would win a ton of football games and probably help lead them to a Super Bowl title. Baker Mayfield was the first overall pick. He is a clearly talented guy, but if he was playing on a stacked team like the Niners, yes, I think he would succeed. That's the level of quarterbacks I think would succeed with the 49ers, not guys like Matt Jones who are terrible on the teams they are already on. I think the litmus test is if you ask people, do they think the San Francisco 49ers could win with their backup quarterback, Sam Darnold? I saw Sam Darnold play awful football for the New York Jets and then again for the Carolina Panthers. I do not truthfully believe that the San Francisco Niners could win a lot of football games with Sam Darnold as their quarterback because I don't believe in him as a starting quarterback. I don't believe in Mac Jones as a starting quarterback. I do right now believe in Brock Purdy as a starting quarterback. Yes, I believe if you put a lot of starting quarterback caliber players on the San Francisco 49ers, they could succeed. Ryan Tannehill is another example. Yes, I think the San Francisco 49ers could win a lot of football games with Ryan Tannehill, but that's not a diss to Brock Purdy because I see Ryan Tannehill as a starting quarterback. I don't see Sam Darnold as one, and I don't see Mac Jones as one. I just feel like we're weirdly turning this would-be great story of Mr. Irrelevant producing in the NFL into this great debate about how important or unimportant the quarterback position is. And I think this has to do with people being sick and tired of the quarterback 
being everything. The fact that the Kansas City Chiefs needed Patrick Mahomes to win, that they couldn't win with Alex Smith. The fact that the Cincinnati Bengals needed Joe Burrow to get to the Super Bowl. I think that's annoying fans, and I understand it. All the quarterback talk. This offseason, it was all about the New York Jets getting Aaron Rodgers. And then Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, and we see, yes, the Jets really did need Aaron Rodgers. They weren't a good football team without him. I think people are looking at the San Francisco 49ers and they want their teams to be like that. They want it to be. Oh, it doesn't matter who's playing the quarterback. We win football games no matter what. And I think it's okay to praise the stacked roster that the San Francisco 49ers have. They are arguably the best team in the NFL, but you don't have to bring down Brock Purdy to do so. It's okay to say, yes, the San Francisco 49ers have the best roster without saying they could do it without Brock Purdy. I just think it's weird to insult Mr. Irrelevant. This should be a great story. This should be a 60 minutes thing. This should be what's going on with this guy. Why is he succeeding in this situation? Why is he playing so well? I think it's more complicated than just the San Francisco 49ers have a great roster. Clearly, Brock Purdy is taking advantage of the moment, and I think he deserves credit for doing so, no matter how you feel about him as a player. So I'll reiterate, my feelings about Brock Purdy right now on this Monday is that I feel like he is a starting caliber quarterback, that I think he could be be a starter for a good football team that I think he can win you a lot of football games because he's proven to do so with the San Francisco 49ers. For me to label Brock Purdy a franchise quarterback, he would have to do what he's doing at least for five seasons in a row and win a Super Bowl. And then I would view him as a franchise quarterback. If he does something that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't able to do with the San Francisco 49ers, which is win a Super I would then give Brock Purdy a boatload of credit. I guess my point in all this is you should wait to see how you feel about Brock Purdy in the long term because things can change drastically. Right now, he might just look like a system quarterback, but maybe in five to six years, he is thought of as one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You never know. Just let it play out. Let the long game happen. There was a time when Tom Brady was winning Super Bowls and was being called a system quarterback. Now look at what's happened with the Patriots without Tom Brady. I'm not saying that's going to happen with Brock Purdy, but let's wait and see what Brock Purdy becomes throughout his career before we make a final judgment on him as a quarterback. I think it is possible that Brock Purdy can change people's opinion on him over time if he becomes an MVP candidate, if he becomes a guy who can routinely throw 30 touchdown passes a season. If he becomes more of the vocal point for the San Francisco 49ers, let's say the 49ers lose a weapon or two. Let's say the San Francisco 49ers lose Debo Samuel and Brock Purdy continues to put up legitimate starting quarterback numbers, then people will be impressed with him and view him as a franchise quarterback. I just think either way, we're a far ways away from knowing the real Brock Purdy and what his career is going to look like. Yes, he could look like a dud in a few years, or he could look like a legitimate franchise starting level quarterback. I will say at some point when he was drafted, 
drafted has to get out of this argument because it doesn't matter he was the last pick in the draft. Mac Jones was a first-round pick, and I'm completely done with him. I think there's no solving that. You're seeing that with Zach Wilson. He was a first-round pick. We're so quickly dismissing these first-round picks, but we won't elevate Mr. Irrelevant? I just think that's hypocritical. You're so willing to say bust. We were so done with Trey Lance quickly. Nobody thinks that guy's going to salvage his career just because he was a first-round pick. But you're willing to write off Brock Purdy because he was a last pick in the draft? I mean, come on, people. Be consistent. If you're willing to say it doesn't matter these quarterbacks were first-round picks, then it shouldn't matter that Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. Yes, I think it's easy to watch these games the 49ers are playing and say Brock Purdy is not a top three reason why they are winning football games. And we are used to quarterbacks being the main reason. When the Buffalo Bills win, they're usually winning because of Josh Allen. When the Bengals win, they're usually winning because of Joe Burrow. And that's not the case with the 49ers. They are not relying on Brock Purdy. I'm really interested to see how they view Brock Purdy as the long-term answer at the quarterback position because like I said I have this feeling that Kyle Shanahan believes he can win with any quarterback and he's kind of proving that in a way winning with Mr. Irrelevant is super impressive and turning him into somebody who can be a starting quarterback is super impressive to me Both of those things can be true. You can be astounded that Brock Purdy is doing this while also giving him some credit as well. The two things don't need to be mutually exclusive. I'm just wondering if the San Francisco 49ers don't end up winning a Super Bowl in the next two years, are they going to keep Brock Purdy there? What if they keep just making the NFC title game? Will they look to move on from Brock Purdy and find somebody who really is a franchise quarterback. Here's the real question. Right now, would the San Francisco 49ers move on from Brock Purdy and bring in a guy like Kirk Cousins? That's what's interesting to talk about because Kirk Cousins is established. He puts up gaudy numbers. He is a better quarterback than Brock Purdy, but is he that much better for the San Francisco 49ers? Like, do the 49ers need Kirk Cousins that badly, or can they win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? That That's a better question than can they win the Super Bowl with Mac Jones. I'm not interested in talking about people who I don't think are very good. The real debate should be, should the San Francisco 49ers look for somebody who is more legitimate on paper than Brock Purdy? And I have to say, I think they should stick with the hot hand until he stops winning football games. Listen, I'm rooting for Brock Purdy. I think it's a good story. Do I believe that Brock Purdy is going to become an NFL Hall? of Famer? No way. But do I think Brock Purdy is a guy who might win the Super Bowl in the next two years? Absolutely. And part of that is because the San Francisco 49ers have one of the best rosters and they have, in my opinion, the best head coach in the NFL. I've said this about Kyle Shanahan before. I think he is the best coach in the modern NFL. He can win with different quarterbacks and right now he's winning with Brock Purdy and he's going to stick with him until he's not winning. 
wing. The final thing I'll say is again, we won't have a clear answer on this debate until we see where Brock Purdy's career goes from here. Right now, we can say he's great. We can say he's bad. That's easy to do. But in five years, if he's still doing what he's doing right now, you're going to be impressed with him no matter what. And on the other side, if he's a backup in three years, then yes, you can say you were right about Brock Purdy. Let's just let this play out before we make our final judgment on Brock Purdy's career. The only fact I can say about Brock Purdy right now is he's not as good as Joe Montana and he's not as bad as Mac Jones. That's the only clear thing I can see about Brock Purdy's career thus far, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe.